following program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. Welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The studio lines are open for your calls and questions. Call 973-267-9687. Now, here's your host, Tom Wood. Good morning and welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, creating a partnership of good health. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We are the largest subspecialized neurosurgery group in the state of New Jersey with six offices located throughout the state. And our newest office, as you know, is in Bedminster, New Jersey on Main Street. Our main office is right here in Morristown, New Jersey on Madison Avenue. And the main number there is 973-285-7800. And our website, to reach the website and get all the information, is ansdocs.com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. And again, one important uh, website, of course, I want you to know about is our website here at Answers Live, which is AnswersLiveNJ.com. Again, that's AnswersLiveNJ.com. And again, go there at any time to visit that website. Leave me messages as you're doing on shows you want to hear about, um, comments about the show. And also, every show that you hear on the uh, air here will be there um, in our archive library, so you can re-listen to the show if you miss certain parts today. Um, you can listen to it. So it'll be there. Usually it gives me about a week to two weeks to upload that to the site, but again, it'll be there for you to listen to. Um, okay, today I have um, a very interesting topic. Um, as you know, I like to bring you new technology and, and different things and treatments for certain types of illnesses. Um, my guest today is Dr. Um, Aaron Shavinsky. He is the Chief of Surgical Oncology at the Carol G. Simon Cancer Center at Morristown Medical Center. Uh, good morning, Dr. Shavinsky. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, he is at Morristown Medical Center. Uh, get your pens and pencils ready. I'm going to give you the number to reach him. Um, again, you can call me at any time. I'll give you that. But his number to reach him at um, his office is 973-971-7092. Okay. Again, good morning to you, Dr. Shavinsky. Um, before we start, let our listeners know a little bit about you and um, your, your office there at the Morristown Medical Center. Uh, well, I'm a... Uh I'm born and bred New Yorker originally, growing, growing up in Brooklyn. I went to City College in Manhattan and then uh, the university, uh, Stony Brook University Medical School. I s stayed on there to do my surgical residency and then completed a fellowship in surgical oncology, which is cancer surgery, at the Ohio State University Medical Center, after which I uh, set up practice and joined a group here in Morristown. And I've been in Morristown for 23 years practicing uh, surgical oncology. Wow, that's great. And you are right at the Carol G. Simon Center. That's, that's where you're correct. My office is at Carol G. Simon Cancer Center, and I've had an office at the Cancer Center since the Cancer Center opened. Okay. Um, we're going to start today, and we're going to kind of uh, hone down on one specific type of cancer today, everyone, and it's going to be pancreatic cancer. We're going to learn a little bit about pancreatic cancer, but we're also going to learn about a, a new type of treatment called a nano knife, and that's why we're bringing Dr. Shavinsky in today. Um, I'll be bringing him back. We were talking today for uh, a couple shows on cancer because he is such a specialized guy in treating this. Um, but today, let's start out really basic for everyone. What is cancer? Well, cancer is the uncontrolled growth of cells. Normal cells 
that are in the body grow to a function and stop. Cancer cells have a different biology, and they don't respond to the signal to stop growing. Okay. So they develop their own blood supply, they overgrow the area, and then have the capacity to spread elsewhere in the body. Okay, so their function, which they intended, is no longer. They just are rampant and they invade things and it's, destroy It's basically things. unbridled growth combined with the ability to set up shop wherever it happens to choose. Okay. Today's topic we're going to focus on is the pancreas. So I want to focus on, real basic again, what is the pancreas? What does it do? Well, the pancreas is one of the most important organs in the body. It is an endocrine and an exocrine organ. What that means is its function is both in digestion and in the regulation of blood sugar. When people have diabetes, it's due to a problem with insulin. Insulin is produced in the pancreas. The pancreas produces other hormones that are important in the body's regulation of blood sugar. And it's also extremely important in the digestion of fats and other products in the diet. The pancreas secretes enzymes, which help to digest your foods. Okay. So it is a huge... I was wondering that because when you hear about people with pancreatic cancer or any type of cancer, sometimes you could live without that particular organ or it's treated... And that's why I wanted everyone to understand is the pancreas is so important. You can't live without it. When it doesn't, you can. Can you? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's you can live without a portion or, in fact, you can live without your entire pancreas. Really? Okay. However, in order to compensate for the lack of function, right. you need to take insulin sometimes or other medications or pancreatic digestive enzymes ah, to help okay. replace the function. But we can remove... in many cases up to two-thirds or three-quarters of the pancreas without the without the normal rest of the pancreas suffering and without people needing to go on any additional medication. Oh, that's awesome. That's good interesting. That's good information we all learn. Um, let's, let's go into, before we get into the treatment and why you're here to explain about this nano knife, um, what are, what are symptoms of pancreatic cancer? Um, even with me, you hear different types of them, then you wonder all the time if I have a digestion problem. What are those major um, symptoms of a pancreatic cancer? Well, unfortunately, pancreatic cancer is often silent until it's become uh, quite large and, and difficult to treat. Uh, depending on the part of the pancreas that's involved, sometimes people will become jaundiced, they'll turn yellow because of obstruction of the bile that flows through the pancreas. But most often people will just have back pain, abdominal pain, they'll lose weight, they'll feel poorly, but they won't really note that they have anything until quite late on. It's very uh, difficult sometimes to pick up pancreatic cancer at an early stage because of that. Okay. Um, if someone's experienced this and they go to you and they are diagnosed um, with pancreatic cancer, let's go to the, I guess, the treatment that what is being done, was being done, and then let's get into what we're starting to do. Well, first of all, you know, uh, pancreatic cancer affects about 45,200 Americans a year and about 38,400 die of pancreatic cancer. Wow. The survival rate of pancreatic cancer across the board is somewhere between 5 and 10% at 10 years. It is stage dependent, meaning the earlier that it's picked up, the more likely it is to be successfully treated. And I should emphasize that pancreatic cancer is one of those cancers that should be treated with a team approach. And at Morristown, at Carol G. Simon Cancer Center, we have a wonderful team of specialists that uh, deal with pancreatic cancer and attack it from multiple ways. So the first thing is when you suspect pancreatic cancer, a series of tests are done to prove the diagnosis. They include CAT scans to look at how far it may have spread. 
endoscopy procedures where you look through the stomach uh, and into the area where the pancreas drains, endoscopic ultrasound, which is a newer technique that puts an ultrasound probe at the end of the endoscope to look directly at the pancreas and do a biopsy to make the diagnosis, and then staging. Staging of the cancer means seeing how far it's spread to determine what the best treatment is because our treatment is stage-dependent. Early-stage cancers will usually go to surgery first. Cancers that are a little bit later on might be treated first with chemotherapy or a combination of chemotherapy and radiation prior to consideration of surgery. Unfortunately, presently, only about 10% of pancreatic cancers are going to be surgically approachable for potential cure. And really, the only cures of pancreatic cancer occur with surgery. Okay, and, and why is that, that only 10% is able to be surgery? Is it location, type, or...? Well, because it's a silent disease, oftentimes it's spread beyond the confines of the pancreas at the time we see the people. It can spread to the lymph nodes around the pancreas. It can spread to the liver and elsewhere in the abdomen. And at the time that it's spread, once it's spread beyond the pancreas, surgery is really not a viable option for cure. So all comers, unfortunately, only a small percentage actually end up making it to surgery. Okay. Um, before we get into the nanonite, are there any specific causes that people know that cause um, pancreatic cancer? And we hear, of course, smoking is is linked to lung cancer, so on and so forth. How about pancreatic cancer? Is there anything that they link to that? Yes, there is. Uh, first of all, pancreatic cancer is a disease of the aging population. Okay. So the older you are, the more likely you are. Um, it affects men more commonly than women. It affects African Americans more commonly than Caucasians. Uh, inflammation of the pancreas due to pancreatitis can lead to an increased risk. Uh, smoking and at one point coffee drinking was thought to be causative. And there's a genetic component. Uh, as we know, genetics and personalized medicine has become really important in the treatment of cancer. And for pancreatic cancer, there are several genetic syndromes which are associated with it, some that also are associated with breast cancer in the family, like right. the BRCA gene. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're saying that. I, I actually worked with a, a physician years and years ago where his family was the, the father and uh, the brother and the sister all died of pancreatic cancer. And, and I was shocked. And, and when people talk about genetics, so I, there is a genetic component to certain types of, of pancreatic cancers. Right. So. And the other thing that I wanted to mention is not all pancreatic cancer is the same. Okay. The majority of pancreatic cancer, the one that we hear about that's really devastating, is an adenocarcinoma, a gland-bearing cancer. But there's also what are called endocrine tumors of the pancreas, like Steve Jobs had, oh, yeah, which, yeah. Can lead, which can uh, survive much longer and have a very slower progression and are treated somewhat differently. And then there are cystic tumors of the pancreas, which also have a better prognosis. Unfortunately, the majority are the bad type. Right. And the average lifespan of someone that has pancreatic is, you Well, said? the untreated from diagnosis, uh, you're looking at maybe a year. Wow. With the successful treatment, obviously, we look to cure the patient. But with chemotherapy, surgery, radiation, or a combination, the average survivability is somewhere between 18 and 24 months. Okay. Yeah, because that's what we hear statistically in the news with the with the star Steve Jobs and Patrick Swayze, and you've seen you know they diagnose, and a lot of them have tried some extraordinary things, and they still they still passed on. So it is a scary thing. So 
that's why I'm excited to bring you on. And I understand um, the nano knife is something new. It's a new technology, and I want to really explain it to everyone and give them a good idea of what it is. And something really unique is right now you are the only one in Morristown, I believe, that's doing it in New well, Jersey. Uh, we're the first center in the state of New Jersey to have the nano knife technology, and we're still the only site in New Jersey to have it. Now, it's a misnomer because the nano knife is not really a knife. Right. It's a technique for treating cancers of the pancreas that aren't traditionally uh, able to be removed. And the reason that many cancers of the pancreas can't be removed is that there are several very important blood vessels that run right behind the pancreas that supply blood to the intestine and bring the blood from the intestine up to the liver for digestion. Uh, when those vessels are involved, Generally speaking, you cannot remove the pancreatic cancer because you can't sacrifice those vessels. The nano knife, which is also called irreversible electroporation, is a technique where you run DC current through the tumor through anywhere from three to five probes. Probes are hollow are actually solid metal tubes placed in the pancreas under ultrasound guidance in the operating room, bracketing the tumor and running electricity through them. The electricity causes the cells to open up, allowing the um, electrolytes surrounding it to come in and burst the cell. But the important thing is that those underlying vessels and ducts are not damaged. Right. So you can treat right through those vessels, treating the tumor and leaving the normal cellular structure intact and undamaged. Okay. Um, that's very interesting. So basically what you're, what you're doing is you're disrupting the normal function of the cell itself. You're creating um, a, a void in the cell. I guess you're exploding it. So you're killing that cell and you're disrupting the cell from, from growing again, I guess, I guess what's happening. That's correct. You're disrupting the cell that's bad, right. uh, but leaving the healthy vessels underneath intact so that you don't have to remove the uh, tumor in order to treat it. Now, this is a new technology. It's been around only for maybe three to five years in this regard, and it's only been used in less than a thousand patients across the country. It's cutting-edge technology, and it looks like in the preliminary studies that patients who are treated with this do have extended survival, and it does look like it can locally control pancreatic tumors that aren't amenable to other treatment. Okay. Um, is this, does this treat all types of the pancreatic? You said there's the glandular, the adenocarcinoma. So it's not specific to certain types. It's No. And I should also mention that this is only applicable with a multidisciplinary team. This is not a treatment in a vacuum. You have to look at the entire patient. You have to look at what your goals are for treatment. And we have to have a team approach with both medical oncologists, surgeons, radiation therapists, pathologists, gastroenterologists, radiologists. Um, everybody has to be playing on the same team and knowing how to structure the flow of treatment. Most patients who are going to get the nano knife treatment will have gotten chemotherapy first to shrink and sensitize the tumor, and many will receive radiation therapy either before or after. So this is part of a coordinated effort to hit the tumor from all sides. And that's really the important part of cancer treatment today is really the multidisciplinary approach to cancer where all the 
practitioners sit down and decide together how to approach a problem. Okay. And at the Carol G. Simon Center, of course, um, our group uses them for, for our cancer patients also. Um, that's, that's what you, you do there. It's a, you bring in subspecialty uh, physicians who actually analyze each case individually, I guess, and come up with a care plan. Um, we kind of do that within our group when we have specific things. All the doctors get together, and we figure out the best course of treatment, and that's what they're doing there at the Carol G. Uh, Simon Center. We have a multidisciplinary GI oncology group, which I am fortunate to have put together and run, which comprises about 20 different specialty and people, including palliative care, including nutrition, including social work, to really help the patient uh, throughout the entire course of treatment. We also have a nurse navigator who helps these patients get from treatment to treatment and to get all the appropriate things that they need. Um, and it's very important that uh, the patients understand that the team approach is one that's important to them wherever they go for their treatment. And our group meets twice a month. We go through all of our new patients, follow-up patients, and help to decide what's best for each one. Okay. Um, speaking on the nano knife for anyone listening, um, f- f- this say that the nano knife is is something that they can they can use to help them treat. What are the other options people have for pancreatic cancer? Being um, uh, one of the, the biggest surgeons biggest surgeons in New Jersey, um, what are the other options to? Um, and I don't mean big as in size. Um, I mean <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> to help people know when they have a diagnosis of, of cancer surgery. Um, and before you answer that, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to answer that question as soon as I get back. I'm Tom Wood of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Suffering from neck or back pain can truly disrupt your life. Every day I hear of the stories of people whose lives have been devastated by nerve pain, but who are afraid to see a neurosurgeon. They're scared of surgery. But at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists, we make getting back to the life you want possible using a variety of minimally invasive treatments. Our group of specialists are among the best trained doctors in the state, the leaders in stroke and minimally invasive spine and brain tumor procedures, and we view surgery as the last option. Don't be afraid to end your pain. Trust Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We have eight offices throughout New Jersey and are affiliated with most healthcare systems. Call 973-285-7800 or visit us at ansdocs.com. That's ansdocs.com. Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We've truly got your back. AM 1250. WMTR. Welcome back to Answers Live. I'm Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. I'm here with Dr. Aaron Shavinsky, uh, Chief of Surgical Oncology at the Carol G. Simon Center. We're talking about pancreatic cancer. Um, we are learning an awful lot about pancreatic cancer, um, its causes, um, its its uh, how how common it is, and also about the nano knife. We left off a little bit about other uh, types of surgery on the nano knife, but I I wanted to ask since we're doing the show really on the nano knife is what else can the nano knife be used for? Well, the nano knife is a tool that can be used to treat tumors in any area of the body that can't be traditionally surgically removed because it's near of an important vessel, nerve, or um, uh, duct. So it's been used in the head and neck area around 
the big vessels, the carotid artery. It's been used in the chest. It's often used in the liver in where it's near the major blood vessels supplying or the ducts supplying the liver. It's also been used for pelvic surgery for recurrences of cancer near the big vessels like the aorta, the vena cava, or the iliac vessels. So really, the technology can be used anywhere it tumor is present near a structure that can't be sacrificed. Okay. So if someone out there is listening and, and unfortunately were diagnosed with a cancer and they heard from their uh, their surgeon that, you know, really surgically we can't a- approach this tumor, this is somewhere maybe they would want to call um, your office and get a second opinion to see if this nano knife is something that can be used? Yeah. I think that any, any person would diagnose with a pancreatic or a liver or a bile duct tumor owes it to themselves to be looked at in a multidisciplinary team approach. And I think that while surgery is appropriate for some and not for others, it's all a matter of how you structure the treatment. Because somebody who is not surgically approachable today with the proper type of treatment might be somebody in six months that we can surgically take care of or might be appropriate for the nano knife or many of the other uh, techniques that we have available at the Carol Simon Cancer Center. Okay. And that's wonderful news to know because, like, of, of course, when you're diagnosed with cancer, your mind basically goes blank. Um, and, and that's why I'd like to do these shows on and on, and, and they'll be in the archives for those people to re-listen to this show. But we want to give everyone those options. Um, it's a scary time, but uh, as technology goes on, there's more and more hope. Take us through um, uh, the whole process um, before we end the show is we're diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, or not even explain the process, how we're going to run through something um, with your group. Well, somebody has a suspicion of pancreatic cancer. The first thing we do is have x-ray tests, CAT scans. We have blood work done. We have an endoscopy and an endoscopic ultrasound. And with the combination of that, we get a what's called a clinical stage. That means that we have an idea of how far this is spread and what areas are involved. And we make a decision, first off, is this something that can be surgically removed or not? Is it something we classify it into resectable, borderline resectable, or not resectable? Okay. Resectable means we can take them to surgery now with a relative assurity that we can remove all the tumor. Not that that's the only treatment that they may need. Most people with pancreatic cancer are going to be treated with surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation. Because it's such a devastating disease, we want to hit it as hard as we can. If it's a borderline resectable tumor, they'll probably get a round or two of chemotherapy up to maybe six months to see if we can shrink the tumor and convert them to resectability. If they're not resectable, then they'll usually get a combination of chemotherapy and radiation, and either the borderline or the unresectable tumors will then be um, evaluated for the nano knife to see if they might be a candidate to help treat the tumor locally as long as it hasn't spread. Okay. And just by listening to you, the the better option would be to catch it early, of course, and, and be able to resect it. Um, and grabbing all the borders, that would be your best option? That's the best option for just about every cancer that we have, is to catch it early, diagnose it early, and treat it aggressively. Okay. Um, the nano knife itself, um, if we're, if someone's going to go through the procedure, of course, um, like you said, it's not a knife, um, but the, that's just the name they give it, like the cyber knife, so on and so forth. Um, what was a patient experience when they have a nano knife? What, well, it's a major surgical procedure, an incision in the abdomen that we expose the pancreas. Okay. Uh, And we put the probes in directly under ultrasound guidance. We bracket the tumor. The patients are under general anesthesia, so they really 
don't feel anything, but of, of course they do have to recover from a surgical procedure. They do have an incision in the abdomen, and they're usually in the hospital, you know, four to seven days. Okay. And when would you know if the nano knife was successful, if that's a, a word I can use to describe? How do you know if, if the surgery was successful? Is it now you, you're following them for a series of months with CAT scans, MRs? Well, we follow them with CAT scans usually at three and six months, and we define success in a number of ways. One is, is there any sign of local regrowth of the tumor? And second, is there any sign that it has spread? And both of those are important, but the ultimate answer is how long did that patient survive or will that person survive and are they cured or not? And nano knife is one technique that can help improve survival, lengthen survival. As far as cure rate, we don't know yet. Right. It's still early on to really know, but we know what's going to happen if we don't use it and the, how devastating those results are. So this is just one more piece of uh, armor in our armamentarian to help treat those types of tumors. Right. And how long have you had the nano knife at Morristown? We've had it for three months. Okay. And any, have you done patients um, yet? Or? Yeah, we've, we've done about half a dozen patients. And in fact, uh, uh, the Daily Record, the, the uh, New Jersey local newspaper right. is considering doing a story on some of our patients uh, in the upcoming weeks. Okay. This is such exciting news that we're getting this newer and newer technology um, available to um, to everyone here. Um, what else would you like to tell your listeners in closing of the show about pancreatic cancer uh, and the nano knife and, and the outlook on pancreatic cancer? What I'd like to say is that we're making good strides in pancreatic cancer. Uh, it's still a devastating disease, but it's not hopeless that if you have a diagnosis or a suspicion of pancreatic cancer, you owe yourself uh, an opportunity to be evaluated in a multidisciplinary group like we have at Carol Simon. And if you need to reach my office, you have any questions or you'd like to set up an appointment, the number is 973 971 I'm happy to speak with anybody in the audience uh, who has a question, or we can direct you to the appropriate person uh, to help you uh, with whatever problems might be developing. Right. And also, um, for the listeners, you could always, if you, if you don't want to call him directly, you could always call um, our office at ANS and ask for me, and I can direct you to Dr. Savinsky, or you can actually go on the AnswersLiveNJ.com website and, of course, leave me messages. And again, you know, everyone who has been sending me uh, messages and comments, I thank you. I definitely, um, this was an interesting topic um, for those suffering with pancreatic cancer. Dr. Shavinsky um, does um, not just pancreatic surgery. He's a specialist in many different types of cancers, um, uh, melanoma, like you were stating, uh, colon cancer, which are all uh, scary cancers. So we were talking today, and he was uh, more than gracious to come back um, to educate the listeners on that. So um, I want you to stay tuned for those types of shows. Probably melanoma would be something coming up with the summer, um, uh, with the sun exposure. Um, I do want to thank you again for being my guest today. Um, again, Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist, as you know, we are doing the same um, groundbreaking uh, types of procedures with um, uh, brain cancers and brain tumors. We have a new physician that joined our group recently, Dr. Yaron Moschel. Um, he's coming to us from Thomas Jefferson uh, Medical Center in Philadelphia, and his specialty, um, along with general neurosurgery, is brain tumors. Um, he's making the impossible possible. He's actually taking these inoperable brain tumors that people have and, um, and doing some uh, groundbreaking uh, surgeries and removing them, just like Dr. Shavinsky now is giving you that option to uh, have that with pancreatic cancer. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening today. 
Um, again, our number for Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists is 973-285-7800. You can reach us anytime, of course, on the web, which is ansdocs.com. And again, the Answers Live NJ website is AnswersLiveNJ.com. Please visit the website, comment on the shows, and I will be speaking to you all again on next Sunday. Thank you very much. Join us again next week for Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The preceding program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decision.